0: Support for this episode comes from SAS. SAS is going all in on AI to help the world get more done with data. See for yourself in Las Vegas, April 16th to 19th at SAS Innovate, the data and AI experience for everyone and every role, from top executives to data scientists, engineers, analysts, and more. I'll be there leading a panel discussion about the importance of responsible AI. It's just one of the many sessions that will highlight the massive potential of AI. Visit innovate.sas.com and use the code CARA to save $100 on registration. I'll see you there. It's on. Hi, everyone from New York Magazine and the Vox Media Podcast Network. This is Million Dollar Listing San Francisco with a lot fewer houses. Just kidding. This is On with Kara Swisher, and I'm Kara Swisher. And I'm named Raza. It's more like $44 billion listing these days. Yes, that is the price Elon Musk paid for Twitter and overpaid for it. But imagine how many houses you could have bought in San Francisco. Maybe two, something like that. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, uh, we're ending the year with, of course, more Twitter drama. Will he, won't he quit being CEO? Will he or won't he, care? Probably not. Who knows? We talk about that for yes. our episode today, which we taped on Tuesday this week, I got to interview yourself and Casey Newton, the tech reporter who runs the platformer Substack. Uh, yeah, we did it at Manny's in San Francisco where I've done a lot of events over the years um, interviewing tons of people. It's a really great uh, bookstore and community space uh, focusing on really civic stuff. I love it there. And uh, and Naima was moderating.
1: Yes, I was. The event title was What the Hell is Going on in Tech? Yeah, which was, you know, a big topic to take mm-hmm. on. And yet you guys did a great job. We talked about it all from Sam Bankman-Fried, scammery, or I should say alleged, right? Alleged scammery. Uh, okay, sure. <laughs> to big tech layoffs and open AI that will soon replace us. But of course, we started with Elon,
0: your favorite subject, Kara. Yeah, Elon. I think we probably talked too much about him, but you know, it's an interesting topic. Anyway, let's dive in. <laughs> oh.
1: Thank you, everyone, for being here. And thanks to Manny for having us in this beautiful space, this great community. Let's start off with Twitter. Okay. It's been almost two months since Elon Musk walked in with his sink. Um, so I guess my first question for you is, has it sunk in yet? And what is the most surprising Thing that he has done.
2: I think that it is sunk in and it has actually become a sinkhole, and oh, now the okay. company is now sort of in the center of the earth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It is sunk all the way in.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> sunk in, deep in. And what's the most surprising thing? Why don't you yeah,
2: start, you Casey? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, uh, I assume you are following this story. Is it like probably not worth me rehearsing the latest developments? You know, the journalists getting banned, posting a poll saying, I'm going to step down, the people of Twitter sensibly saying, yes, absolutely step down, <laughs> uh, him having nothing to say about that, but, you know, Responding to random tweets from, you know, congressmen about defense bills. So we're fully all over the map. And, um, you know, look, this is extremely erratic behavior. Anybody who's telling you that they can draw a straight line through all of these dots is lying to you. Um, But, you know, I am. I'll I will admit, I will admit I'm curious to see what happens next. So
0: I'm I'm just looking something up, but I, I don't know the exact price, but I'm gonna look it up for you because I think the entire story of Twitter right now is the stock price of Tesla. Mm. Um and, I think it's, uh, and it is today I think it's 137. 137. I think it was 150 across the 150 line. When it goes down another $10, activists will be attacking this company. And that's where the story really is, is the real story of what's happening. The stock
1: price for contacts was $400 almost
0: at the yes, beginning when of he this got, year. Yeah. So. yeah, so I think it you have to sense. watch that. And he sold a lot of the stock after he said he wasn't. And so paying attention to Tesla, right now he's arguing with Tesla investors who literally would lick him up and down any day of the week and twice on Sunday. He's insulting them too now. And that's a real... These people would stand up on anything. So I would watch Tesla uh, and what's happening there. Um, I think the most surprising thing is if you had to pick one of the people who could fix this thing, Elon would have been one of them in terms of support of Silicon Valley, money, know-how, love of the product, etc., etc. The fact that he has essentially lost his mind from a business point of view and a personal point of view is... um, the most surprising thing because he really could have been capable of fixing what is a very bad business.
2: The the missing ingredient was humility, right? I think if you wander into any business that you have never been in before and you have 7,000 people who've been doing it for 17 years and you say to them, I'm smarter than every single one of you and we're just going to start the company over from scratch, there's no way that goes well for you, right? And so to me, that is the biggest surprise is that he was not Humble for one moment uh, at any point in the last six weeks.
1: Did, have you experienced him as humble previously prior no. to this?
0: No. So no.
1: it's not surprising, right?
0: Like, no, no, not, not like this, though, because one, I did a really good interview with Yoel Roth, who mm-hmm. is hiding somewhere, I guess somewhere probably nice. Um, and he. Um, he was saying humility was what was missing, and he's the one that stayed there. It is absolute chaos right now
1: on Twitter. I mean, there's like yellow checks and gray squares. I don't even know. There's so much going on right now. Uh, oh, but we've by the way, I mean, they yes. have
2: like fewer than five designers at the company now, and not not all of them oh. actually like design things anymore. So okay. I mean, like, there's a non-zero chance that like you know David Sachs is in Photoshop drawing up <laughs> logos.
1: <laughs> that explains so much about the clip art that's happening right now on Twitter. But he's done so much. He's you know he started off with layoffs. He pissed off advertisers. Is he dismantled this content moderation, this whole idea of verified. But is there anything that Elon has done that is a good idea?
0: A number of things. They needed, to, they needed to cut staff. They absolutely needed to cut costs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was... Directionally correct is like, make a point of view. There was a lot of points of view at Twitter. So having a more singular editorial point of view is a, is a strong idea and focusing in on subscriptions was something we always talked for years. We talked mm-hmm. about and folk, but, the way he's doing it, it doesn't make any sense and isn't a very good value proposition. So there's a lot of, indiv- you know, the idea of a super app, interesting, probably can't yeah. do it. They're all good ideas.
2: What I do you mean, think? I'm sort Hays- of going to take the opposite side of it though because like, at the end of the day, it, it, like, I, I will admit that like, yes, had he implemented any of those, you know, successfully, maybe it could have been a good idea. But at the end of the day, you know, this is a company that made $5 billion last year and was not in crisis and he came in and he started a crisis. That's right. Mm. And at the end of the year, you know, we're, we're now in this situation where, you know, one of the things that may, and this is going to sound a bit self-aggrandizing for a journalist to say, but I, I will you ahead, know, argue Casey. that um, one of the reasons that Twitter is an important company is it is because it is like a a, a real time virtual water cooler for the entire Western press corps, mm-hmm. Right. And it sets and the daily global, global news agenda. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's we're now in a situation where the reporters have realized like we, we're not safe here, right? Our mm-hmm. accounts can be banned at any time for any reason. This is not going to be how we're distributing the news uh, certainly in five years, but maybe not in January, right? right? And so you're starting to see all of that leech out of the platform. Mastodon, a website that is almost impossible to use, is humming. It is humming. And it, it is the journalists who are making it hum, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's just hard for me to be like, well, you know, Elon had a couple ideas. It doesn't like work out. It. it was like, no. He took a, 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 yeah. <laughs> he had a clear flight path to $5 billion. Me. Fucked it up.
0: Right. But I think it's because fundamentally the people he also brought with him. He always been wary of journalists, but the people who brought with him hate. They have a there's an ethos among the Mark Andreessens and the and the David Sachs. There's a whole bunch of them that literally just think journalism journalists suck and because we're not sucking up to them at all times, they they hate us, it's really it's weird. And you started you started to see it on Clubhouse, like which which I never went on because I'm like, why do I need to be yelled at by these idiot venture capitalists? Like <laughs> And they're always like, "Come on!" I'm like, "No, fuck you! Why would I come to your idiotic party where you tell me I'm like terrible?" And so I think they have a fundamental. They think they can do it better, and they talk about it a lot. And 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 the persistent victimization that the richest and most powerful people on the planet display. There, and again, it's not. It's Elon's fault, but it he's in that environment. He's in that stew of mentality about the press that's really. Not necessarily unfair, but he doesn't understand the relationship. He thinks you're friends, but he's been in that for a long time, right? He yes, he uh, and I have. We had one year long beef over the stupidest thing I've ever experienced.
1: Because somewhere there's like there's a room of 150 people and some tech titans standing here saying how journalists
0: are too powerful,
1: but we're not.
0: We're not. But (laughs) but that's
1: their theory, right? Their theory is they're
0: trying to do. You saw Mark Andreessen try to do uh, future. Yes. You know, and I kept going, media is hard. You know, he always says software is hard. I'm like, media is harder. Yeah. Like, and then it was terrible. It just was, they're terrible at media. They're terrible at media. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think it it is like I've been thinking about this lately. It's like, you know, Andreessen Horowitz is a firm that like hates the media and is constantly investing in media companies. And like the media companies are not succeeding. And I think those two things are related. Yes, I do,
0: too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. This uh, banning journalists from Twitter, banning journalists that were covering the Elon Jet story. Mm -hmm. That seemed like a low point between Silicon Valley and journalism.
2: Uh, Well, and here's why. Here's why. Right. Because. Go ahead. You know uh, Elon Musk and the, the lead up to him taking over Twitter is outraged about you know some of the censorship that has gone on in this platform. And recently, he's given away a lot of you know internal communications from the you know uh, pre Elon era that talk about how there was a shadowy cabal that was making content moderation decisions. <laughs> and this shadowy cabal, if you can believe this, and I'm glad most of you are sitting down, uh, consisted of uh, the CEO and uh, the head of legal and the head of trust and safety. And they would all like get in a room and they would make content moderation decisions. And there were reporters. <laughs> who are tweeting this out. And these are, you know, 150,000 retweets, you know, like, can you believe this? Can you believe what was going on, right? Um, I'm somebody who looks at that and thinks that's like how it's done at literally every company wants to make scandal. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And then after all of that, in the aftermath of him being so outraged about the shadowy cabal making these, you know, decisions that are totally arbitrary and totally unfair, he's like, these people are tweeting out public information about my jet and they're trying to join Mastodon on Instagram, and I don't want to see him anymore. Get rid of him. Like, you could not write it funnier. It was
0: absurd. It was. I, I had a, like, look, he did pay, overpay for yes. So if he wants to kick journalists off... It's not the end of democracy. It's just not. It's just not. And he's going to do what he feels like doing. And the, he does point out, as Casey said, that this is one of the things that I was struck by, those Twitter files, which who knows if they're complete, by the way. The whole yeah. thing was done. The secret cabal was funny. It's a secret group of people. The management. I was like, this is, well, it's, also- it's a public company. Like They they do it with my stuff all the time. Here, here's Joel Roth saying to Kara Swisher that he was going to he was worried about the previous Hillary thing. And because he was primed to do it by the FBI, and I literally was like, "You fucking idiot, who's doing this? Whoever it was, it was Michael Schellenberg or whatever that guy." <laughs> um, I was like, "That's not what was said. Like, they don't—they—they do, can not even Google it and yeah. watch it. Yeah. Like, kind of." It's like he's
2: like complaining that there's like a secret cabal at like the Starbucks that's like setting the workers' schedule. Yeah, exactly.
0: they're deciding what shape the so coffee. So I don't care if the journals get—he put them right it, back. It's on. his right but to yes, do it.
2: That's the, the thing. Like, if he had just come out and said, "Like, I'm—I'm I'm banning Taylor Lorenz because I don't like her," I would have more respect for that. Would you
1: like to have access to it? Because tw- it's going to obviously.
0: Like I would like journalists. good would journalists to like? have access because yes. it's a great story of ha- what, what I
2: what I walked away
0: from it is boy they tried really hard to do an impossible job yes. which Casey's written about a lot I've written about a lot and uh, it was interesting to see the inner workings it wasn't that interesting but it was actually in the hands of very good journalists you would have gotten a wonderful interesting complex yeah. difficult story. And that would have been cool. I would have liked to see that. I would have liked to see that. And what do you think
1: he's trying to do? I mean, obviously, this is feeding into conspiracy Create theories. A scandal. What The FBI. It's, it didn't work.
2: It didn't work. I mean, but but I think, like, it, look, it the, work? This, is a a political, test, this is a political right? project for him. He is a yes. reactionary conservative, right? Like, the, the takeover of Twitter is a reactionary takeover. And the whole point is to punish the people who used to run it. And so, like, this will actually probably be the most value that Elon gets out of his purchase. is just the entertainment that he briefly felt watching people retweet him talking about the Twitter files.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, he he is he has moved to a very conservative. I think the problem is he's he's got no impulse control and is made of it. That it's going to, uh, he's he's ruining the rest of his businesses where everyone thought he was brilliant. And it doesn't take away the fact that he's brilliant. It's that he's out of control. He do, he's not as smart as you think he is. And so that's I think the damage. So recently he's put himself. A- the polls were open and he asked if he should
1: step down as CEO. 17 million people voted, I believe. Raise your hand if you voted in this poll, by the way. I'm just curious.
2: Yes, I'm curious. curious. Okay, interesting. Okay, so
0: like a quarter of the room voted. Did you Yeah, of course. He blocked (laughs) me, but then I somehow got, didn't block, it doesn't work very well on Twitter, so I...
1: So 57.5% of respondents said stepped out. I'm sure nobody in this room said that.
0: Yeah. Um, so I wanted to say no because I'm like, let's keep this going, sir. Let's go. <laughs> on. You're
1: really enjoying watching this high speed train ride. Right? I am
0: enjoying it. No.
1: It's sad, too. No, um, it's so not. It's three great. Questions. It's great. He then, he's followed up, by the way, an hour ago saying he will resign a CEO as soon as he finds, no. he says, I will resign a CEO as soon as I find someone mm. foolish enough to take the job. Ah. Oh. <laughs> And after that, I will just run the software and servers team, which Which is is the business. He will not be running the Twitter (laughs) hardware
2: team. (laughs) He will be running.
1: (laughs) It's a promotion masked as a demotion. So I guess three questions. Will he step down? Mm -hmm. Who will he pick?
0: And who should he pick? Okay. Um, No. I think he will not. In real terms, no, he will not. He's paid too much for this muffler. You know okay. what I mean? He's not leaving this thing. <laughs> muffler. Um, and, you know, I don't know if I would if I put that much money at stake, right? Yeah. I think he, he may try to do something where he gets, he buys the loans so that he fully owns it. And he, he pays half for the loans. when it, The banks are about to put them out on the market. And so either he's going to buy them or Apollo's going to buy them. And have Apollo... To a
1: lot more Tesla stock. I
0: know, but if Apollo buys... He can get money from the Saudis. He can get money. Um I think if Paulo buys it, he's in a, a world of trouble because mm-hmm. they're an, another not nice group of mostly men who are going to beat him senseless. Um, and they don't care that he's Elon Musk. They don't care at all. They don't care to have dinner with him or hang out with him or whatever um, or go to Mars with him or anything. So I think that's one of the things. So, no, I don't think he's going to uh, uh, give up power. That means he can't get anyone he should get for that business. I mean, I, I named a couple. Brett Taylor I thought would be good. Uh, he was the chairman of Twitter. He handled that beautiful. Boy, did he do well for the yeah. shareholders of Twitter, um, public shareholders of Twitter. I mean, Twitter is almost dead. Yeah, The it's shareholders dead. made out okay. <laughs> they fade out great. Fifty-four twenty is a great price for a company worth $10, so mm-hmm. a share. Um, so uh, the other person I said was Stuart Butterfield would be interesting. Mm-hmm. He ran Slack. He understands it. Um, I don't know and if he wants Susan to work. And Susan Wojcicki, who 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 has who has looked around at other jobs before, she's certainly capable. These are people that would do understand advertisers, understand large systems. That's who I would. None of not one of those people would put up with any shit from Elon. Would so. they take the
1: job? Do you think Susan would well, take well, no, the No, because job? you have to talk to him. Like yeah. no, no, well, he'll be running. He'll be
0: reporting to you as your head of software There's no and way. It, so. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to. yeah. There's no way any of those very highly qualified people would take that job. No way. So it will be his minions. It'll be David Sachs and Jason Calacanis. Casey?
2: Yeah. Okay. So I think that like he will step down as CEO and I think he's going to name, um, some, uh, like white male, uh, like Tesla engineer who was like canceled for a blog post in 2008 as like the new CEO. (laughs) And he's going to be like, this is the only person who doesn't have the woke mind virus and like can be, and no one is ever going to have heard of this person. And, um, and, and, but then while that's all happening, like Elon will continue to just sort of meddle behind the scenes and, yeah. Know, demand so that the check ahead. marks turn pink and you know all of that oh yeah. i
1: can't wait for that day yeah he's um, not going he's not, not going you anywhere think he should pick you like the three that kara mentioned or
2: <laughs> you can't say yourself um, casey i i i don't i don't know that i would i would do great at that mm-hmm. um he he needs to sell this company. Like he cannot yeah. be involved yeah. in this company. Like it needs to be a new group of investors. And I think there are a lot of people who worked at the old Twitter who would do a perfectly good job with this company. Um, and I think that if it were on its own, you probably could attract you know someone of the caliber of a Stewart or a Brett Taylor to do something. And that, that's what I hope is that he just gets out of this company
0: or sells it to someone for less, or the banks will come in. One of those things will happen. Mm-hmm. You know, you could see, oddly enough, I was thinking the other day of Microsoft picking it up. Um, yeah. that they, if they don't get the Activision deal, it might be an interesting purchase for them that at the right price, Yeah, because they have LinkedIn, they've got some other things. And he's sort of, detoxified it in a weird way by making such a mess of it. Like, it's so toxic, it's reached bottom value. Right, so it'd exactly. be a good buy. Yeah, it you know, would be a okay. good buy. It's a great buy.
2: I mean, yes, but, but like, my favorite, like, and it may, might never happen, but, like, it just could literally any day, is, like, Apple could just, like, look up porn terms on Twitter and realize that it violates every single one of their terms yes. of service. Yeah, would, so, you know, we could say it's less toxic, but it's like, well, it depends on what you're looking for, mm. you know. Yeah, you Apple might, could yeah. kill it in a second yeah.
0: if he wanted to.
1: Right after he had tweeted that poll, some you know, someone had suggested that only Twitter Blue users should be voting and the direct nice. democracy yes. that has only the landed twitter. gentry can participate yes, exactly. in this
2: democracy it's very confusing $8 landed gentry.
1: the lords and the plebs are everyone's switching places um but t- elon responded twitter will make that change suggesting that over time this weird voting you know election so only 20 to vote. Yeah. exactly but is it becoming more closed i guess is he is he pushing towards a more closed version of twitter
2: there's like a viral tweet yesterday, the day before. Somebody was like, "You know, being on Twitter right now is like when uh, like a kid in elementary school is like losing a game, so they just keep changing all the rules." It's like that—that <laughs> that is what Twitter is. Right yeah, now. I have yeah. been that
0: elementary school. Yeah, yeah I don't. I, I think yeah. it's he—he uh, it, he can't hold on. He cannot be controlling it much longer. He will end up owning a toxic version of MySpace at some point. <laughs> I mean, so.
1: That sounds so terrible. Yeah, um, I love. Wait, when you
2: f- wait did you, MySpace Tom responded to him? Did anybody see this? Yeah. Uh, does it? What, what was the? I just remember seeing it. Oh, it was great. Sorry.
0: Yeah, Facebook. Actually, we can go into Facebook because they did a good job responding to the. You can't. They did. To yeah, so they we'll did. They we'll did. But first,
1: that. I want to ask you. So a year ago, Elon Musk is Time twenty twenty one Person of the Year. Mm-hmm. He's on the cover. Um, you know, he's. Stepped up to into Carrie. You've talked about this like this kind of imperfect Steve Jobs vacuum that was last of, of yeah. a visionary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I well, wish I,
2: Steve Jobs had made a vacuum. By I, the way, that <laughs> thing would have been great. And, and he's,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so sad. Um, he, it would have been the best vacuum ever. <laughs> See you, Dyson. Um, but he's facing real problems at Tesla. Is he now the anti-hero? And is there any coming back for him?
0: Oh, always. Yeah. I I don't know. I sort of veer between. Is he Howard Hughes? You know, and I think Howard Hughes made great strides in aviation, uh, and ended up in a hotel room with long fingernails and Kleenex tissues, naked. Like you could, you could see that. (laughs) You could see it. No, but a lot of our great inventors end up in a mental place of mental instability, and so I think that's a little bit as you're seeing it there. And again. Um, you know, interesting, the person who has the best seat is Walter Isaacson, who's been with him the whole time. He's He wrote many biographies, about the Steve Jobs ones, and he's been with him um, for the past year. So uh, that should be something. But it'll be interesting to see what Walter does. Yeah. Uh, Will he write a nice
1: book? Because the I'm last books have been not. a little nice.
0: I'm guessing not. Uh, ultimately, Elon turns on all journalists. Um, and so uh, I think that that should be interesting. And just the little I've spoken to about it. There's focus on his early life. Mm -hmm. His father is particularly terrible. Uh, A lot of people have bad parents, but uh, this guy is really quite a piece of work. I think he was uh, quite bullied as a kid. There's going to be a lot about his origins, which, again, it doesn't excuse his misogyny and rudeness and everything else. But it certainly should be interesting to see how that happened. He was booed out of Chappelle, but is anyone still rooting for him?
2: Oh, well, okay. Well, so this is a yes. great question because it lets me tell the story of Paul Graham. Do I know Paul Graham? Okay, so Paul Graham is it was a founded Y Combinator, this very famous Silicon Valley incubator, and was one of the sort of Elon cheerleaders. And when Elon first took over, you know, he was tweeting things like, you know, wow, a lot of you, you know, think you could run a company better than Elon Musk, and y'all are about to find out, neater, 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 right? So they're all, and there are these all these people like, like Paul Graham who watched over the past 10 years as tech workers gained all this power uh, because they were were in demand because they were creating massive value. They use that value to ask for more things, like more diverse workplaces and like being properly compensated. And it is driving the managers crazy. It's driving them crazy because they they think we're paying you so much and yet you're still unhappy. And so they saw Elon coming in. Is we're going to be able to claw all of that back, right? And so when Elon wiped out seventy five percent of the workforce, they, oh, they've never been happier than watching that happen, right? But what happened to Paul Graham? His ass got banned for tweeting a mastodon link. There could. There would be no funnier outcome than Paul... Gra- so you have the Y Combinator Mafia, like, all on Twitter, like, agog, because Elon, you know, one of their gods, has now turned against And then him. that's Another. where he
0: turned it back, which is interesting. That was... Right. that was it. They... Wait, that put let line. me just tell you. Reed Hastings did it. You know, I had a back and forth with uh, Mark Benioff about it. Mm-hmm. I sent him all the really... The, the anti-gay stuff around Paul Pelosi. I was like, really? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh. And I'm like, really? And... Um, you know, I think they do they do still go, don't bet against him, Kara, and I'm like, I- I'm not betting. I'm not yeah. in your stupid fucking game. Yeah. And what I get to get get to is what I say to a lot of them when they do this and I write all of them after they do something like that without the context of the other stuff going on. I write I, I write it to all of them, I write and I text them and I go, you're so poor, all you have is money. Mm-hmm. And so how dare you do this? How dare you continue to do this? But they love it. They do. They they do. They're like, oh, stick it in the journalists, cross, stick it in the employees. Yeah. Um, we're we're the geniuses, and we're not being treated with the great love we deserve. And so it's sort of this wealthy, and it is mostly white guys' grievance. It's grievance at the world that is undeserved, and and they just are. I mean, it's personified by Paul. And, you know, when he got suspended, I'm like, yay,
2: good. <laughs> and it's just so beautiful, though, because, like, these CEOs, they really think that they could, like, run their companies and have them be just as successful with 25% of the workforce. Yes. And they're getting a lesson in reality.
1: Yeah. So do you think it's going to change? I mean, there's been this clash between libertarianism and woke, quote, wokeism in Silicon Valley. Looking forward, is this story going to change how CEOs look at companies or are they going to go back to the same hubris?
0: We could run this with 80%. No, I think they're going to get their heads handed to them because they are, their businesses are successful because of the employees. And if they don't like all the lunches and they don't like the kombucha stands, I don't like them much either, but you know, they don't like all this stuff. Guess who built them? They did. And so this is the kids they've raised and this is the kids they have to deal with. And so, you know, and that's the thing. (laughs) Say that. By the way, the kombucha stand at Facebook is quite oh, nice. Kombucha. I know you do. I know you do. I know you do. Get well, that kombucha. Then get up onto the roof of Facebook. Uh, it's really good on no the roof of Facebook. No thing a free
1: kombucha. Let me delicious. Soldier they change it that. every day, too. <laughs> they we're going to move on from Twitter. There's been a lot of critique that there's been too much coverage of Twitter yeah. because, particularly yeah. for the reason you said, the journalists, it's it's our haven, etc. What were we not paying attention to because we were sidetracked by Twitter? We were. It's
0: not sidetracked. It's about a okay. lot
1: of things. It's but not. It's not. It's what not, not, it's what not, have we not covered? What are? Let's look at what tech journalism has failed to cover because we've been obsessed in, and caught in the whirlwind that uh, is the I, high-speed train wreck. I don't Twitter.
0: think that's the case. I think it's a very important story. I think it's a, these people are richest, most powerful people, and he's setting the tone. I don't. I don't think it's an unimportant story.
2: I think it's a great story, and it's personally been very profitable to me, so I'm grateful for it. But, <laughs> Thank you, All right, Jeff Sucker. You know what I would say is um, Jeff Sucker say that about Trump and live to regret it. <laughs> I. That's true. That's true. Yes. Um, but what I would also say is that uh, I think there's a decent chance, like five years from now, we will go back and like read what we were writing about Elon in like October, November of this year, and we'll say we should have been writing way more about the AI stuff. Yeah. Like like the AI stuff is going to be transformational in a way that might make the Elon drama look pretty small by comparison. Yes,
0: that's absolutely true. Although he was a big funder of open AI,
2: which was... All roads lead back to this guy, I'm telling you.
1: We'll take a quick break and we'll be back in a minute.
2: My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big ROAS man. Then he just kept saying things like, the bigger the ROAS, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means calculating a return on ad spend. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the ROAS man's kid for the rest of my days. The place to be, to be.
1: One story that has gotten a lot of coverage is crypto. Crypto, crypto. yeah. So, this is probably the second biggest tech story that's been covered mm-hmm. recently. As we are taping this, Sam Bankman Fried is enjoying, I believe, his last evening in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. is balmy. Uh, the weather's balmy. He's, he's enjoying a, a, a pina colada. Apparently, calada. the president is not that nice. Who would have thought? I, I, I thought president of the Bahamas would have been nice. I think than I'll most. ever find
0: myself there, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> hopefully not. Um, he will be extradited back to the United States. Um, Is the fall of FTX an SBF problem, or is it a broader crypto problem?
2: It's absolutely a crypto problem. Don't listen to the people who are telling you this is not a crypto problem. When you look at the balance sheet of this company half of it was like nonsense coins, right? It was a little FTT, it was a little you know, XYZ, who knows? Um, the reason that they were able to grow as big as they were and look as strong as they were is because their balance was full of nonsense crypto. And if they just sort of opened up a bank, you know, like the you know SBF Limited, whatever, right. um, it would never have grown that fast, right? People would not have poured money into it. So this was uh, a crypto story from start to finish, and, and in a way, it was like sort of the perfect story to cap off just an absolutely disastrous year for for the crypto folks, right? Like, yeah. I'm somebody who really tried to have an open mind with this stuff because I saw how much money and talent was going into it. And I just thought, statistically, there's no way that all of these people are wrong and that what they're building is useless. And at the end of 2022, it basically all looks useless.
0: Yeah, it's most of it. I think it, it is a crypto problem. And one of the reasons was, not lack of regulation, because I think it was just getting started. It was very early. But it was a, in, in the way it was a classic fraud scheme, it was sort of like, um, what's that musical with Zero Mustel? Um Spring producers. That's what it felt like. Like people were bringing money in and then they, and he was using, goosing it with his donations and his partner was goosing it with Republican donations to hold off just enough. He was trying to sort of virtue signal everybody. It was the perfect fraud. So in that way, it was like lots of things that have happened. It's hard to disappear $8 billion. But but the other thing, no, it's not. Um, It's... um, And the other part is everybody was sort of like, am I left out of this? And one of the things that you have to realize about Silicon Valley is if they're not in on the next thing, no matter how rich they are, they have so much FOMA and so does everybody else. And so we had covered it super early, but one of the problems is that there is, there are bits and pieces that make a lot of sense, right? And so it's, it's got enough realness to it that with everyone piling in with FOMA and greed they wanted to be part of it. Like, it, 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 when, when, it, when something goes up, and I make, tell this story all the time, but I did an early Bitcoin story um, when Wences Casares, who was at Zappo, um, he was like, I did a story on him, so I bought 10 Bitcoin mm-hmm. and they were $50 each. At the yeah. time, and I just and I put them on a stupid drive and lost it, and it's somewhere. And I there went Louis college education. education <laughs> college education, right here, yeah. and it was really interesting at the time because the people who started it actually did make a lot of sense for people in other countries and currencies to rethink currency, and so. That's the problem. It was greed meeting something that really did need to be reformed. Meeting someone who was very good at manipulating people's idea of, in the in the world of craziness, mm-hmm. here was this you know unmade bed guy who seemed yeah. rather harmless, you know, and he looked like he dressed like a toddler, and, you know, he seemed simple. He never. We never brought him on stage at Code. We yeah. we thought about asking him several times. We did. Why didn't you? Um, I. It reminded me the same thing of Elizabeth Holmes that at the time. That's I didn't think grifty I'm like I don't get it like mm. it was it was this with her the reason I never had her on stage is cause um,
2: you were threatened by her I was threatened by her <laughs> <yeah>. um,
0: <laughs> no um, definitely not um it was because she told a lot of little lies that I knew about socially in Silicon yes. Valley. And I thought it was weird that she lied about little things. Mm. And I, I was like, and my brother actually called me and said, he goes, we have a better chance of landing, like aliens landing on the in, in the United States tomorrow than this thing working. And my brother's a doctor. And so a lot of people who are smart about it were like, this is stupid. And I didn't understand it. And so right. that's why we didn't. Same thing with... Freed is that I didn't understand it. I was like, I I don't, explain it to me like I'm stupid. And so I never wanted to sit with him because I thought maybe he's a grifter. Like even though he doesn't, and he's giving an awful lot of money to people. That was kind of weird to me, the naming of stadiums. Stuff like that, but this is
1: how they suck people in, right? So some right. things are very complex; they're hard to understand, and yet they're so appealing. People want to have that snake right. oil, and you get celebrities in, like Eva Longoria from Desperate Housewives in crypto. Who knew? But um, you know, Because those people can never Ryan be bought from by my the money. OC <laughs> is testifying at the Senate floor, he somehow made his way out of of OC. Um, but do we think there's going to be a, a a sea change in regulation that we see in crypto beyond everything else. Cause Gary no, Gensler the, is the United
2: yeah. States Congress is taking a pass on this pass one on this, Yeah, pass for on five years. Point. They said, we're really thinking about doing something. They didn't do something. And now right. the Republicans are going to take said the they house. They were
0: going to do a lot of, and I'm not going to say what center was. They were going to do a lot of positive stuff for the crypto industry. And, I was and, saying, and, okay, and saying. I'm not going to say, because wow. there was a couple people that were pushing, to couple senators to do something very pro Sam Bankman-Fried, and they pushed back. A lot of senators did push back, as they were like, "This feels grifty, and we yeah. shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't be." In, and when they had anything strong, uh, they they were nervous about it. I think a lot of senators were pretty aware. So you of think it. something's you know, going to happen, and you think nothing? I don't you think they will. No, regular, I don't think, you think anything's going to happen. You don't no,
2: nothing's. Here's a slightly different question. This sure. Is do you think, because, you know, we obviously there's going to be, like, multiple, you know, streaming documentaries and scripting. <laughs> do you think any of those will actually be entertaining to watch? Like, do you think you can get no. a good, Freed? like, I don't know, like, eight or ten episodes out of this?
0: <laughs> uh, you know, i got to say, I can, my, can my favorite thing this year was the dropout. I thought it was so good. She yeah. was amazing. And, by the way, she does a good Elizabeth yeah,
1: Holmes. But blood is easier to understand than crypto. I think that's what you're getting at, yeah. right? Like, the Silk like, Road documentaries were pretty... Mm. Yeah. Like,
2: obviously, if you get like Jonah Hill and you like put in the Bahamas yeah. and like there's it's like in a sexy house like that, yeah. like, then I'm like, okay, like you maybe I mean for four episodes, but then wow. I'm like, I, I don't know. It was a like, crypto exchange, a you
0: know, <sighs> you know, it's gonna happen. There's, there's, some, gonna happen. there's it's gonna happen. Oh, it's gonna oh, it's happen. Gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, speaking of regulation, or speaking of governance, uh, enjoy my new series, The Unmade Bed on Hulu <laughs> in 2027. <laughs> it's very disturbing. By the way, can I just point out? He did interviews with literally everybody, you know? Except who, for you. Who did he turn down? He did Did he all, really
2: turn you down? Yes, oh, all wow.
0: the nice men he gave interviews to. And he gave one or two women, but he turned me down.
1: We can do the prison interview. Those I know, always I'm going, better going to. For <laughs> I was I like, like comb your fucking
0: hair, you grifter. That would have been my
1: first. Um, it's funny, if you were asked a year ago who was the anti hero of tech, you might have said Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, now it's a runoff between Elon or Sam Bankman Fried, maybe. Um, is Mark, where is Mark Zuckerberg? No, go for taste.
2: I mean, I think he's probably like delighted to be off most Lighted. people's radar, yeah, you know.
1: Dancing on the grave?
2: Well, they had this really weird year where like, um, I so he announced last year they were gonna do this pivot to the metaverse and I think it like caught on beyond their wildest imagination. Like Facebook has like tried many marketing campaigns over the years, yeah. and most people just like ignore them. You know, this was like for whatever reason, people really did spend a year talking about the metaverse, okay? And but then not positively uh, Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But also, like, I was getting emails that are like, you know, here are, like the top fifteen firms that are like building the metaverse of tomorrow. I mean, like, so many like outside. The to- they people got, got the got in topic on it. out there. Yeah, they really yes. got the topic out there. And then, um, you know, th- it, they have a technological problem. Like, the technology yeah. is not ready. They have to mm-hmm. invent and miniaturize a bunch of things, and they're not there yet. And it might take five years, and it might take ten. Um, but that's kind of what they have their heads down doing. Um, they had a really hard year at, at Meta. They lost like over half the stock's yeah. value. they sort of like all of that. But in a weird like, this has been the best year for Meta's brand since 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook, so I think they're probably feeling pretty good about that. They Facebook are. recently Can, tweeted, I, t- oh, can I tell you yeah. how when
0: I know they're feeling good? Yeah. Guess who invited Kara Swisher to lunch? <sighs> oh. Is oh, that oh Mark Zuckerberg? Not Mark. Uh, not Mark. He's too scared. Uh, but oh! oh so Facebook oh, so is suddenly like, hey, girl, want to talk? And I'm like, What? Like, don't you hate me? They're like, no, we love what you're, we and love you. I what you you go do- to lunch, Kara. Well, I went yeah, to lunch. I went Are you kidding? Lunch. I'm, I am on their went pl- to lunch. We like text all the time now. Me and the Facebook yeah. people. It's great. <laughs> I, that's how bad it is. Still not coming for an interview. they still. Um, um, they will. But they, they will. But Facebook they recently
1: will. tweeted an emoji. It's called. It's called the peeking. Peeking face with peeking eyes. There's emoji. the peekaboo. the There's peekaboo. Still,
0: let me just say, Facebook's still got a lot of problems. Yeah. It's got a. Oh, name one. Wh-
1: oh. <laughs> Name fifteen. 15. Go Karen. I think
0: their advertising business is super challenged mm-hmm. uh, in lots of different ways with competitors and regulatory issues, and it just isn't working. And it's just it, they've got a lot of problems in their main business, um, all over the place. I think they are moving into the sort of part where they're not getting the best people. I don't think the yep, metaverse is, is catching on. Um, I think um, people are, are there's a sort of resting investing culture there a little bit more than it should be. Uh, I, Mar- Mar- Mark's not excited them with his new thing. Um, I think they their executives, again, continue to be suck-ups a little bit to Mark. I think he needs a more challenging team. Um, and I, I think they've got a lot of challenges And Apple, hello, Apple yeah. has just yeah. handed them their lunch. And they haven't been able to compete in hardware uh, yet. And Oculus is very nice, but a small business. So,
2: But Kirsten Cinema is selling all of her stuff on Facebook Marketplace. So. <laughs> yes. I don't know if you read that story, but there, there are bright spots.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's still Instagram and TikTok. TikTok, TikTok that's the biggest the big one. Bang. I'm sorry, yes. sure, yes. TikTok. Sorry, yeah. your,
0: your TikTok is really, really, the, the only thing that they have going for them are able to lobby uh, Congress about TikTok. Uh, very yeah. effectively i think and you shared a story with us which is they were
1: they've invested heavily in reels to take out tiktok and the yeah. reels have cost them a lot in ad sales because they can't monetize yeah. yeah yeah 500 million
2: yeah, I mean, there. Um, I think like, uh, there's a chance that Reels is doing better for them than you think, if only because it has stopped TikTok from growing quite as fast as it mm-hmm. did. Like, I think Reels and YouTube have sort of neutralized some YouTube. of that TikTok yeah. growth. And by the way, if you open up TikTok, you'll see that it's starting to look a lot more like Facebook, right? It's like yeah. there's a tab for your friends now, right? So all these social apps sort of wind up like morphing into each other over time. Um, you know, my thing though is just like, no culture is made on Reels. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, you no, know, there's like nothing, nothing is like happening on Reels that feels like it has a Polls, where it's like you open up TikTok, you're just like, okay, yeah, clearly, like this is what the seventeen-year-olds care about. Can I ask you a question?
0: Because I spent an hour and a half watching everything with my son the other night, two nights ago, everything, and he's watching a lot of Reddit and YouTube because it's more real. He said TikTok's too polished, and he really Mm. likes. The, the mess that YouTube is in that regard and he kind of likes it even if it's bad and it never listens to what he says like he says no and then he gets more of it and he kind of likes that and he also loves Reddit I have to say he really likes
2: Reddit I uh, also had a conversation with Louis yesterday and he brought up Reddit and it struck me because I thought you know it's interesting that as we're talking about you know this sort of very unsettled social media landscape that we live in now why aren't more people talking about Reddit as sort of like the natural inheritor to like some portion of the Twitter audience and mm-hmm. I don't know I, I think Reddit has a really uh, big opportunity and, and I hope ACs on it because I think they've figured out a lot of stuff and it doesn't get talked about very much. Yep, I would
0: agree. I was they, They've made a lot then. of strides
1: in content moderation etc. that now you could build upon. Carrie, you gave a compliment to Facebook this year. What did I say? That's how I knew they took you to launch. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> you said that he did a good, he did a, a decent job of the layoffs. I thought
0: he did a great job. Yeah. Look, they have to do layoffs. A lot of these companies were overstuffed with people and I thought he handled it he took responsibility. He dealt with the visa issues. He didn't talk down to people. He said, "I'm laying you off. It's my responsibility. It's on me."
2: He gave him four months. He address. gave them yeah.
0: a lot of severance. Yeah. I thought he. I thought two people had it well. As uh, John Carlson from Stripe handled the it stripes. well, and yeah. previous to that, He's Brian good. Chesky handled it pretty well. Mm-hmm. It's not a great thing to lay people off, but yeah. if you have to, this is how you do it. And I thought he did a good job. Mark isn't isn't a, is a nice person. He's a nice person. But he's not an asshole. I wouldn't say he's an wow. asshole. Those are big words for yeah, you. I know yeah. he's not an
2: asshole. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> it, Write it there, out there's a, Chris there's sort of like time. an interesting like empirical yeah. illustration of that, which is you look at how many people worked with him for ten plus years and like look at how many people work for Elon Musk for ten plus years, yeah, and yeah. it's like zero people. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yep. So you earlier we were talking about how these these CEOs would not possibly get away with thinking that employees don't give them anything because they can't survive without them. Mm-hmm. But Um, there's real economic headwinds coming so are the employees
0: going to lose out in this battle between employer and employee no eventually no because the economy will rebound every day the talent the the value walks out of the building and so I think they have to figure out how to manage these workforces in a different way whether they're remote or not remote and I know like Mark Benioff just was like come back to Salesforce Tower we're going to do a
2: sacrifice we're having another luau on the roof (laughs) Casey, what do you think? What what do I think? Yeah, what do you think? I think that yeah, this is uh this is a scary moment for the tech workforce. You know, their their jobs are at risk. Some of the things that they've fought for have at risk. And I think we're seeing a lot of like more collective action in the tech industry than we're used to seeing. And I, I think that's a good thing. You know, it's like, you know, one of my favorite like stats you can look at, it's not always like public, but sometimes you can work it out. It's just like the revenue generated per employee. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the, the people who were working at YouTube and like Facebook and like even Twitter, they're making so much money for these people. They're getting a tiny fraction of it. So yep. it's like, close that gap. Employers would
1: say, Oh, that's, um, that's revenue generated per software or
0: whatever. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. They would, they yeah. would look at that. I, you know, I've been through right. three of these and they always were like, finally, we're getting control from the employees. The first one in 2001 yeah. or two, and then the one in 2008, they never do. The employees are fully it, 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 the most important element.
1: Does working remotely, uh, curb the power of employees to organize and have relationships and build I don't, together. I think
2: whole m- movements are happening on Signal right now. No. I think the group <laughs> chats are popping. Yeah. Like, things are happening. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah.
0: I I think they're still the most important part of any tech company is the, is the employees. I do. <laughs> they are.
1: We'll be back in a minute to talk about how ChatGBT and AI will be taking your job.
0: Support for On With Kara Swisher comes from NerdWallet. You don't have to be a genius to start making better financial decisions today. It's not that sexy, but piling up lots of little monetary victories today can yield some pretty significant rewards down the line. The tricky part is knowing where to start. NerdWallet can help. Their financial experts have helped countless people find new ways to maximize every dollar they earn. Now the team is helping folks get more from every dollar they spend. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credits side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering up to 10 times the points on every dollar you charge. Their expert team of nerds did the work reviewing top credit cards so you can trust that you have the smartest one for future you. If I had better rewards right now, I would probably travel to Hawaii and be sitting on a beach and not talking into this microphone right now. I would be enjoying a Mai Tai, possibly swimming, doubtful I would be surfing, but I would spend them all there. Wherever you go next, make happen with a smarter travel credit card, don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet, finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply.
1: So let's end by talking about climate change and also another big area, Mm -hmm. AI. So Mm -hmm. these are big investments, big kind of leapfrog tech investments that we're seeing. How do you know when when you're seeing movement in these in- new industries, when to be skeptical because it feels Maybe be grifty or too soon or too much or when to be excited and optimistic about
0: it well you talk about chat i mean it, it, it's inevitable it seems
2: inevitable yeah i mean so i i love that question and for me the answer is like when i can touch it you know mm. it's like for, for the last three years i go to these like google keynotes but like sooner gets up there and he was just like this language model we've had you've never seen a language model like this you won't believe the things it can do just look at this uh, recording of a thing that it did amazing <laughs> right and i'm like yeah sooner that, that looks great but like when can i touch it this year OpenAI comes out it's like, you can touch it now you can do things with it it's like it really does the things and so i am skeptical about it but like you know getting to that point earlier we were saying about like you know trying to understand what was theranos what was ftx like we never really got it you know you use chat gpt you get it right so anyway that to me that's the story of 2022 explain what chat
1: gpt is Has everyone here used chat gpt are you yeah it writing That's your great. papers and talking to your girlfriends? Yeah.
2: Clap if ChatGPT yeah. is doing okay, your there job. There are two
1: people in this room of yeah. a couple hundred. So, you you know, try it's lar- it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. it's a large language model. You use it. It's like it's not a search engine, but you can like use it for similar things, right? You can use it to write song lyrics. You can use mm-hmm. it to tell you like to how to put together an outfit. You sort of like anything that a blog might tell you how to do. You know, because ChatGPT has ingested the entire internet, it can sort of tell you what to do. And it's it's amazing the things that it can do. And it's not even the state of the art technology. OpenAI which yeah. makes it has a new version of ChatGPT, which is coming next year. And oh, boy. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, wow. This yes. is all we're going to be talking right about now, 2023.
1: What it, what it's able to do is also negotiate down um, like your Verizon bill or like a unnecessary bill. So don't, don't pay is made a deal with ChatGPT to use. Like it's, it'll be bots talking to the customer service bots mm-hmm. and you won't have to be involved <laughs> until like you're working for them. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't wait that. till we
2: can turn that on on Tinder, by the way. That's going to be great. It's
1: already happening. People Dirty are using chat GPT.
2: And when you say people, Naima,
1: people. are those people oh. in
2: the room with us right Don't now? Don't even
1: think I can organize the scale of dates I have, oh, okay. Casey. <laughs> Um, Kara, should Google be worried because Microsoft has invested in open AI? Uh, no, Bing. I think
0: it's very competitive. Che- that's, no? that's what's exciting about it. I mean, Google's way ahead. They bought DeepMinds. They've got all kinds of things. But you've got really interesting stuff probably from Facebook. There's going to be stuff from Microsoft, yeah. Apple, Amazon. Yeah, like, they have I think- Lambda, oh. which hasn't yeah. come
2: okay. Yeah. Okay, should Google be worried? Like They'll figure it out. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> but okay. can uh-huh. you imagine a more hilarious story besides everything we already talked about with Twitter than like the revenge of Bing.
1: I know. Bing is like, I'm like, telling you. <laughs> like, seriously, you I'm should just buy like that picturing- website. picturing
2: you know, like Bomber. school children yes. just being like, um, why is the default search engine set to Google? Like, yes. we're a Bing household. I'm
1: telling you,
0: I think this, this is, is Bing's moment. I have been waiting this for it for moment. 20 years. <laughs> Do you remember when he debuted Bing at Code? Were you there? <laughs>
2: no, I wasn't. What was it? He
0: came, Steve Ballmer came to debut two things. The, yes. the the giant surface table. We called it the big ass table. Uh-huh. You yeah. know, that nobody ever bought. Not one of them. It was a big table. That you. that It was stupid. It was a big yeah. computer, essentially. <laughs> and then he, he debuted Bing at Coat wow. the first mm. time, and he get out on stage, and we go. Do you have something to say? He goes Bing, he just, <laughs> and then he kept going Bing, 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 and we were like, Oh God, Oh God! <laughs>
2: there was like, I think no one created more memes per sentence That's... than Steve Ballmer until Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, and... oh yes, <laughs> they kind of I, look I miss alike. him. I'll say I it. Him. I miss him.
1: I, I we'll close out here. I tried to outsource my job today because I went to ChatGPT after it sent all my uh, dating app messages, mm-hmm. and I, I said. Uh, what are the questions that we should ask Kara Swisher and Casey Newton? Oh, wow. Um, and the questions that got back were pretty lackluster. I just want to set your expectations. Um, but two out of the five questions it sent back were about the ethics of tech and what tech could do,
0: which I thought was kind oh. of interesting. I thought it would be about how do you deal with the sexual tension between the two of
2: them. Now, if you have ideas, let us know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: First of all, it's
0: negative. Out, it. It's negative sexual um, tension.
1: So uh, this is what ChatGPT asked. As an AI, I do not have personal preferences or the ability to interact with individuals in the same way a human would. Therefore, Mm -hmm. I am unable to suggest a specific question to ask Kara Swisher or Casey Newton. However, here are a few general suggestions for questions that might be relevant to her work and expertise. Yes, he merged her pronouns. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, So, yes, how do you you balance the need for innovation with the need to address social and ethical concerns surrounding technology? Well,
0: that's... The question, isn't it? It's it that's is. the only question. The question. We don't have an answer for that. I mean, really. We...
2: Think about it from the start. You yeah. know, is like when it comes to like the content moderation stuff, you talk to the people who start, you know, who start doing the stuff at Snapchat YouTube, yeah. it's all the same. It's a bunch of men in a room, and the first bad thing happens on the platform, they say, Oh no, we need a policy for that. And then it just sort of grows from there. Like more recently, platforms have started with with the idea of like, well, we know that these things are gonna hurt people, like, how can we not hurt people? Like, Th- that's that's what to do, you know. Yeah. Like, you like the, the, the industry is actually established enough that, particularly if you're running a social platform, we have best practices for reducing harm. Yeah. So, like, start there. When I
0: first saw the Facebook Live, I asked all kinds of questions. Yeah. I was like, "What if someone murders someone? Was someone bullies someone? What was someone?" And they looked at me like, "There." And one of them literally said, "You're a bummer." Yeah. And I'm like, "The fucking human race is a bummer." Yeah. Like, are you kidding me with the things they could do with it? And one of the things I, when I go see groups of young technologists, I always say, "Imagine your product." is an episode of Black Mirror what, mm-hmm. what episode of Black Mirror and then don't fucking make it that way like make it yeah. in a way that it, you know they talk about cancel country called, it's consequence it's yeah. understanding and they have no ability to understand consequence for the longest time and I think that has to do with a group of people who've never felt unsafe a day in their lives mm-hmm. do not think about safety they don't think about color they don't think about women they don't think about and that's not good for them as, yeah. as, as, as people even if they're wildly it's not creative. good for us. it's not good for anybody and so that's the that's my biggest problem yeah.
1: with and and open ai has its own problems potentially i mean this yeah, this can be used in. to put up websites and misinformation mm-hmm. at a level we've never seen before mm-hmm. right i mean yes. and you will it will be completely hard like deep fakes etc to deduce what's real what's human what's auto-generated yeah. um so it's scary but to conclude i did ask the chatbot who is the best sourced reporter in tech today and the response quote says there are many talented and well respected I have a very nice voice for her yeah you do
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm um, talking to data from they can from.
1: hire me to be like the Scarlett Johansson and yeah. her <laughs> um <laughs> There are many talented and well-respected reporters in the tech industry who are known to their strong sources and thorough reporting. Some of the reporters who are frequently cited as, amongst, as being amongst the best in the field include Kara Swisher and Casey Newton. And then he named also Wait, really? Ben Thompson, John Gruber. How does that feel to be validated by AI? That was funded in part by Elon Musk.
2: Well, again, this is why I'm so bullish on Bing. Um, I think
1: Bing. You will be the number one search result with all your Bing advertisements. Yeah, right. uh,
0: I'm very thrilled. Thank you, Elon, so much for being right about one thing in the past couple of months, which is we rock.
1: Oh. Thank you very much, Casey. Thank you, Kara. Thank, Thank you to everyone here. Love that, Casey, and love Manny's. I'd never been there before.
0: Yeah, it was a great crowd, wasn't it? Were you surprised by how it was packed? And Was I surprised by it? how famous you are, Kara? Is that what you're going to ask No, the, besides that, that's <laughs> obvious for obvious. everyone and all, as I keep pointing out to you and you keep ignoring. But um, it just is a really lovely space. And it's a great addition to the neighborhood, Yeah. Um, which, uh, you know, the mission goes up and down.
1: I lived nearby in Potrero Hill for a couple years. You did? Oh, and? Did you I didn't feel know good about Manny's. Back?
0: You did, well, it was probably after you left.
1: Yeah, I left in 2016. Yeah. I, I I, would go in search of culture in San Francisco. I would go for miles searching for culture and find myself <laughs> in the it. East Bay. <laughs> the,
0: the crowd did not want to hear any of it from anybody. We love San Francisco.
1: I like New York, but San Francisco is fine. Fine. And I have to say the New York Times said it was a ghost town. It didn't feel like a ghost town.
0: It does not. I know you're going to be Mayor Kara one day. I know. They requested it, and I think I shall. We're going to have to delete these tapes when I'm your chief of staff there. That's all right. It doesn't matter. It's San Francisco. <laughs> I could marry a goat. They'd be fine with it.
1: <laughs> anyway. Is talking to me the equivalent of marrying a goat? Excellent.
0: Okay. No, I'm just saying a real goat. A real goat. Oh, an actual mean? goat. San Francisco. Not the greatest yeah. of all time. I was
1: confused. Yes, you are paying no. me a compliment. No.
0: Alas, no. No, not at all. Not even slightly. Okay. Actual, so.
1: so, by the way, after our conversation yesterday, I, I stumbled across <laughs> a quote, which is relevant, and I wonder if you can place it. Okay. The quote is, it does know a lot, but the danger is that it is confident and wrong a significant fraction of the time. Who or what is it? I don't know. Is it about ChatGPT? Yes, it's ChatGPT, and it's it's Sam Altman talking about ChatGPT. He, he's,
0: still, he's still working it through, but
1: everyone's excited about it. I we thought you could say that the that same thing either. about Elon. It does know a lot, but the danger is that it is confident
0: and wrong a significant fraction of the time. You know how I have a phrase like that? It's an yeah. old-time phrase, which mm-hmm. is frequently wrong, but never in doubt. And who does it apply to? Everybody. Except for? Kara Swisher. Okay. Happy New Year. Want to
1: read us out on that?
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, Happy go famous, lady. Until. Read us out with the credit. I shall. I shall. <laughs> Today's show was produced by ChatGPT. Just kidding, it was made by Naima Raza, Blake Nishik, Christian Castor Rossell, and Rafaela Seward. Special thanks to Haley Milliken, Fred Runner, and the team at Manny's, and Manny himself, what a guy. Uh, our engineers are Fernando Arruda and Rick Kwan. Our theme music is by Trackademics. If you're already following the show, you get to be the head of software and servers. If not, it's a foolish CEO job for you. Go wherever you listen to podcasts, search for On with Kara Swisher and hit follow and also vote for me for CEO of Twitter. Thanks for listening to On with Kara Swisher from New York Magazine, the Vox Media Podcast Network and us. We'll be back on Monday with more.